weeks ago, I went live on Instagram and shared a post about the four reasons why you don't need a secret formula. You don't need a thing that is going to make you propel into success. You don't need the one thing you think you're missing. There's nuance to that, of course. There are bound to be things that you and I are always missing in our business. But the point of the post, the video, and what we've remade into the podcast is that these four things are elements of you that got you to where you are, that you may be minimising or forgetting, that you can remind yourself and maximise so that you know you have everything in you to make your business as successful and gentle as it can be. I promise this isn't just a you know, you have all the answers, the genuine things that you may be discounting. So listen up and I hope you enjoy them. This is the Coaching Uncovered podcast with me, your host, Emily Hodge, where I cover or uncover some of the biggest coaching industry questions that many of us are asking so that we can get underneath what makes coaching work and where it might even go wrong for individuals and as an industry to help its reputation and worth grow well into the 22nd century to have even more impact. I hope you enjoy the series. I hope you're well. I am going to share with you the four things that I know that you already have over and above something that you might be looking for. And that something might be a secret formula, um, a way to make this work, a way to grow in the way that you not yet found how to. I want to remind you that a lot of the stuff that you are looking for and that we look for when we want to be more successful, and the definition of that is loose for everybody, right? We already usually know. Now that can sound like one of those phrases where I'm saying the answers are all inside of you. I I do mean that in a way, but I don't mean I'm suggesting that you know everything already and you're not implementing it. And I don't mean we're leaving it up to the gods and the energy and spiritual changes, which I love, by the way. It's not always great for business strategy. These four things are elements of you and who you are that you're likely minimising in the quest to feel like a better coach, to have a better business, to have a more profitable one, to be seen to be more successful. There are four areas of understanding about yourself that I really want you to take on board. So what are those four? The first one is your resilience. So your ability to cope in difficult circumstances, your ability to come back from something that's quite hard, your ability to adapt. I think I know that about you because if you've chosen to be a coach or work as something similar to a coach in a support function in some way to people's minds, bodies, lives, you've likely been through something that inspired you to go into the business that you are. And that usually means that we've had some kind of life event, some change, some kind of choice that we might have made or something that's been imposed on us at some point in our life. I rarely know a coach who hasn't got that type of backstory and that's not to say that we're all the same it just means that's a very fundamental part of coaching isn't it when you're supporting people to change their lives you often have experienced some kind of change yourself so you are resilient and you have the ability to adapt and 
I really want you to remember that if you're allowing yourself to be not taken on board, but to forget that that's part of who you are. And I think when we come to the business of coaching, not you as a coach in the quality work that you do, that I have no doubt you do, but the business of coaching, we can forget that when we're looking at how many followers we've got, how many people, um, you know, share our stuff, how many invites we're getting to certain things, Zoom parties right now. We can be... Um, blinded slightly by the lights rather than saying you know what my business needs support sure but the fundamental part of who I am as a coach um, is solid and we can forget that when we're when we're looking at our coaching business Um, so you are resilient you have the ability to cope and adapt that will see you really well in your coaching business what do I mean by that specifically? Briefly, it might mean that you're adapting in certain ways with how you work with your clients. It might be that you choose to adapt parts of your messaging. It might be that you choose or feel like you have to adapt who you work with overall. It might be how you adapt where you're spending your time. And I'm going to be totally honest with you. I've had a thousand conversations lately <laughs> about where we're spending all of our time. Like, are we spending it on Instagram and truly getting the most time and efficiency from it? Or I mean, of course, Facebook, but generally the conversations I'm having are very much between LinkedIn and um, Instagram. All of these little things can be adapted by you as the coach that you are for the business that you want to run. You just have to make the choice to use that ability to be resilient and adapt and learn and grow. You have that already. You don't need a secret formula for that. You have that. You've done it before and you can do it again. So number two is over and above any secret formula, your ability and desire to have a true purpose. Again, that could go more into the woo and that's fine. What I'm referring to today um, specifically is around you're not going to lean so far into doing so much stuff that doesn't feel right to you. And I think this is a huge conversation about the coaching industry itself. You know, we can be lured into doing, using techniques, um, looking for formulas, looking for ways to get our clients that are quick, or fast or easy. And sure, there are going to be processes and systems and lead generation tools that make things easier for us, but that doesn't mean that they're going to work for us all the time align with our values and make us feel good even if we do get loads of people as a result right so I know that you're the kind of person that questions that stuff and I do too and I think that being part of that in the conversation for how you run your business is really important that doesn't have to be a mindset issue like oh you're not adapting I use adapt adaptation really in number one but you know you're not you're not fully on board with this technique because your mindset's wrong no it just might not be part of your value system and how you want to put yourself out there or get clients and that's what's brilliant about you right that doesn't need a secret formula that needs lifting up in you and ourselves to remember that we actually have fundamental principles that we want to work by, which is beautiful. Don't try and lose them. So that's number two. Number three is you, over any secret formula, you have a massive awareness of yourself. Like, I know that you're pretty savvy. I know that you're tenacious and you would go after a goal. I know that there's parts of you that um, absolutely love what you do within your coaching business and also other parts of you which, you know, sometimes hate what you do. That's perfectly normal in any business and it's certainly normal in the coaching industry because you're also going to be dealing with two different things. Like I said earlier, you're going to be dealing with you as a coach 
Um, being the expert that you are, sharing your knowledge with your clients, putting yourself out there and marketing. And then that really moves into that second part, which is your business of your coaching. And a lot of us will have heard this phrase. I've heard it again a million times as well. You know, I didn't go into this business to be a marketer. I went into it to be a coach. And the purpose of what I do is I wouldn't necessarily call myself a marketer, but I help you to get really at ease with the stuff that you need to do around your business so that it doesn't feel like it's putting on a different hat so that you are still being you as the coach that you are and you're true to yourself and your self-expression. And the funny thing is what makes you ideal at that is your tenaciousness. So you probably question loads of stuff, right? You look at all the detail and you, you want to understand the logistics of things, even when you do make intuitive decisions. That is important. Don't try and scrub that out don't try and minimize it don't try and stop it expand that part of you to help you in your coaching business don't make it smaller don't be um, trying to fit into a box really really try to look at those edges we like to say that don't we in therapy speak where are your edges go to them to the most um to how you're most comfortable with it and you'll probably find some really interesting things happen like how you express yourself in your marketing how you maybe even coach i won't comment on that so much but you know how you hold space for people how confident you feel um with the way that you're showing up as the coach that you are your awareness of yourself your savviness your tenaciousness is the coach you are so bring that into your business as well don't make it separate so number 4 perhaps not the most important but perhaps Perhaps, you know, the biggest one that I want to end with is you are an expert and you could say, you know, you lead in your space. Sure. They actually, for me, they're quite similar. And when we say both of those words, we can think, oh, am I, am I an expert in this? But go back to what I said earlier around you are resilient. You've probably been through something that inspired you to become a coach that does begin to make you an expert in it. I won't say it begins to make you an expert in holding space and changing things and people's mindsets because we do need qualifications and some experience and training to do that. But what you are an expert in is understanding this topic, in understanding the nuances of the people that you work and want to work with. And I think what can happen in our industry, and especially when we start going online and when we start thinking about it's all about the followers, it's all about the audience I have, just getting it bigger and bigger and bigger, is we can just forget that foundational piece where we forget we're an expert we forget we maybe forget and minimize all this experience and all the qualifications we've had um which is often why we go back to linkedin right because we can see oh great i actually can see that that person had all that education but you are an expert don't don't scrub that out either don't forget that you have all this knowledge and built up probably years of information about what you're sharing and what you're trying to say this is going to sound like a dig but where We've got really um, keen on using things like reels. They're so great. They're easy to pick up. They're so, they go viral, right? Because they're, they're easy and we can see them. But they just, to me, and this is no judgment and no shame, but to me, they feel like they're really like making us so basic. They're 
making us see the world in this really basic way and and also it's making me feel like I see people in a basic way that's what I'm trying to say and I don't want to I know that any reels creator out there has got an amazing set of skills I kind of wish there was another way that um they could be sharing them and not just to like pointing at screens that's probably throwing shade a bit isn't it anyway so I'll just recap on the four four things that you have that mean you don't need a secret formula, you already have all these things. You have resilience, the ability to adapt and the ability to cope even when things are really difficult. That will see you through very well when you are doing things in your coaching business as well. And because it also sees you through when you have amazingly successful times and moments. Number two is you have the desire to have a true purpose and be aligned with your values. That means you do question techniques. You do question why you're being taught something. That's important. Do not scrub that out. Don't try to minimize it and pretend it's not there. Use that to help you build your business. Number three, you have awareness of yourself. You're savvy and you're clever and tenacious. Again, use that to find the answers to the things you don't understand yet or you're trying to understand more. Um, Don't pretend that you're not those things. Like This is part of who you are and that's your self-expression, which is vital for things like your marketing as well. And number four, you are an expert. Just hear me say that. You are an expert in your topic in how you help your people. Um, Do not forget that and don't try to minimise that either. Bring that out in obviously your website, your content, your videos, all that stuff that we do externally, but feel it in your core as well. Don't be led to thinking that you shouldn't feel that. That's what I wanted to share tonight. So tomorrow I have my free live series starting. If you are watching this and want to come you are welcome to join us. The first video is at 1pm GMT, but I will say that is doing a live series the other way around. I'm going to do everything on tomorrow at 1pm and then you will get the three days at 7pm Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So if you join for 7pm tomorrow, you'll still be at the beginning of the challenge really. Have a nice evening and I'll see you later. Thanks for listening to this episode of Coaching Uncovered podcast with me, your host, Emily Hodge. To find more episodes, find me over on Instagram at gentle underscore life underscore mindful underscore business, where I share each episode as they're launched and hear your comments too. You can find the podcast on iTunes and Acast also. Have a great day.